Hi, welcome to your curated bitching session of the day. I'm Whitney, happily divorced cat mom. And I'm Tess, happily married human mom. And we've been friends for 25 years. We are former drum majors and co-valedictorians. Who didn't peak in high school and have a lot to bitch about. Please share in our righteous indignation. Hello. Hi, Tess. Ooh, that's going to be clanky. <laughs> did you put new ice in your drink? I sure did. Sorry if my sound keeps I changing. Like I keep having to lift my microphone, sorry, to flip through all my pages of notes. Oh, that's good, because I have no notes. I did not research well, this time. I didn't research. I just wrote stuff out. I have a stack of books next to me, because I, I intended to go through them, but the main book I was looking for apparently I donated because I decided I didn't need it anymore because it was about grammar and I decided I didn't need it you know when we moved the last time I had an old grammar book from junior high do you remember the was it the hardcore brace book (laughs) like I remember that it was orange and it was super thick short and squatty I'll call it that um, I had that and I like somebody that on for Jersey Shores and yeah. <laughs> short, squatty, and orange. <gasps> a meatball, a meatball. Of a I never book. ever watched that show. I mean, I know oh, I what did. show you're referring to, but I never watched it. I so celebrated I tell you for sure. Yeah, I celebrated oh, well, that, yeah, that yeah. sounds super dorky, but it was a thing anyway. So okay. you had your, your orange, uh, well, I had a true-to-life grammar book from yeah. junior high. Um, I don't have it anymore. I threw it away at the last move because I was like, I don't need this. Did it tell you how to diagram sentences? That oh, yes, ma'am. I enjoyed yeah. that. I mean, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, our topic is primarily pet peeves related to grammar. Uh, but let's say language pet peeves mm-hmm. and if we have some time at the end uh i'm gonna throw in some geography pet peeves because i'm that cool and i won the geography well, bee four years in a row she's the geography bee queen <laughs> your very own how lucky are you all one of my less cool nicknames in high school was or, or junior high was geo but, <laughs> but then eventually anytime somebody called me that i just thought of the crappy car like the, like oh. the, what, there was yeah. the geo tracker. Yeah, those the little geo prism. Mm-hmm. The geo tracker was an ugly SUV. Um, a Jeep wannabe kind of. Kind thing, yeah. I think. And then the geo prism. I can't remember what that was. Anyway, so, um, but I will say this. So, Tess and I have been talking about this episode, and I was fully prepared to go on some most likely pretentious rants. Um, but then I got to thinking, though, about how um, when it comes to other things in life, I get annoyed with uh, seemingly arbitrary rules. I don't like it when you ask someone, like, why is it done this way? And the answer is just, oh, that's just how it's done. It's how it's always been done. Uh, and I know, though, with language, um, there there is history which behind why a lot of things are done the way they are, why certain rules have evolved. I'm a little rusty on that, so I'm not going to delve into that. But what I decided to focus on, though, for me anyway, Tess might want to go in a different direction with her bitching. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mama, but that is the name of the podcast. Um, 
So, but I kind of want to focus on when people make mistakes, especially with pronouns, because they're trying to sound smart. Um, Isn't that the source like Joey? Your giant aortic <laughs> pumping. Well, they are warm human homo sapiens. That I I still that episode that like that scene I still crack up. Now I want to go back and watch that episode. That was what the one with the adoption letter. Yes. Yeah. Um, eventually we're gonna have the one where we get canceled. But <laughs> <laughs> at least so, we've entertained ourselves. Right. Um, so Tess, is there anything you want to focus on? To let the good people know. Uh, no. Okay. I mean, I have a couple of things that irritate me. Okay. Grammar wise. Um, but I don't have anything like super like focused. Okay. I guess, I guess number one is please spell grammar correctly. Mm. You know, at one of my former places of employment and a couple of people that hear this are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, there was this very educated person, like, you can't get much more educated than this person that served on a committee with me who would say, instead of grammatically, she would say grammatically. Nope. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'll preface this to say, and hopefully, so Tess and I have decided that because, you know, there's very real possibility that we're going to get famous from this podcast and we could have partners. <laughs> I mean, and <laughs> In our own heads. Right. So we could get stalkers. And so we don't need to reveal too much about our professional lives. um, Because we don't need some psycho showing up at our place of employment. Um, Also, we probably don't want our employers to know we're doing this. Um, I work at Walmart. (laughs) You hate Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Is is it the Walmart in a hometown? (sighs) Uh, anyway, um, sure. Yeah, that's okay. probably the best one. So, um, anyway, so because we want to kind of maintain some degree of professional anonymity, um, I'm really surprised that I made it through that word. Um, I will refrain from what I was going to say. Let's just say um, a good bit of my education involves describing how people talk and write and not saying how they should, but then a good part of my professional experience um, involves telling people how they should <laughs> write and speak. Um, so, uh, and honestly, telling people how they should write and speak is much more fun. Um, but Absolutely. anyway, so, um, and th- this, is, this is the one I've been most recently worked up about. I versus me. People seem to think, oh, it should always be I. Oh, oh, oh sorry. I got to write this down. Oh, something else I got to rant about, about I. Um, and I the one reason I got really triggered about, about this recently was I was listening on Spotify, like, to a new genre of music. And uh, I heard this song, and I was really liking it at first. But then the guy goes... Something like there's a thousand miles between you and I. I understand artistic license. Like, I guess, I guess it's artistic license um, for the sake of the rhyme. But, But no, it's between you and me. Sometimes it's me. Just like 
you know, on the Friends episode, was it Monica that said it to Ross? Um, talking about Ross correcting everybody's grammar. And she's like, sometimes it's who? And it is sometimes. So, <laughs> if I were to say, do you want to go to Walmart with Tess and I? That would be wrong. Would I say, do you want to go to Walmart with I? No. I would say, do you want to go? Sorry, that was probably like offensively loud. That and was super screechy, but it'll be all right. Sorry. Um, this is why I I caught a glimpse of my old razor <coughs> whistle that I dug out of storage. And I almost put it on for recording tonight. I was like, mm-mm, no, that will not go over well. Anyway. Well, I mean, we could Lysol them and wear them. Mine's somewhere. We could we could wear them, but I'm afraid I'll get tempted <gasps> to blow them on air. We might on. need them for <laughs> next time. Okay, yeah. Let's do that. Um, anyway. Uh, okay, so I, wouldn't, I, I would say, do you want to go to Walmart with me? Not, do you want to go to Walmart with I? I do not. So, it's do you want to go to Walmart with Tess and me? Well, the answer is obviously no, because who wants to go to Walmart? You sure don't want to go with Tess and me, because I we're going to be unbearable the whole time. Ask my sister-in-law how much fun Walmart is with me. Ask my sister. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I um, <laughs> I won't go into <laughs> the last time I was there with her, but it was um, it was pretty good. I can't remember the last time I went to Walmart. Oh, this was years, years ago. Years, years, years. Pre, pre my kid. Mm. Years ago. Okay, so. Oh, no. Related to I. Okay. So. If you are saying that something belongs to someone else and you, oh, and shoot, I might mess this up. So if I screw this up a little bit. Y'all don't yell at me. Oh, we're hypocrites. Yes, we got it. We're good. Just politely point me in the right direction. Um, <laughs> okay, so if if I wanted to say, hey, you guys, which obviously I wouldn't say because I'm from the South. Um, <laughs> you want to listen to Tess and I's podcast? No! I cannot be made possessive. And I just threw my pen down very angrily. You got um, super shrill, like it vibrated in my ear. <laughs> I'm just enjoying it. So you can I'm so going. easily worked up about this. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I if it were just my podcast, I would say my podcast. I wouldn't say I's podcast. No. It's do you want to listen to Tessa's and my podcast? Or um if Tess were saying, do you uh want to come to if she and her husband were having, I don't know, a swingers party, she wouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, that was oh, um, that's slip, a slip of the tongue there. No, uh, crawfish boil. She wouldn't say, do you want to come to Mr. Tess and I's crawfish boil? She would say, do you want to come to, I'm giving him a pseudonym because I cannot remember the pseudonym we made up for him. Uh, she would say, do you want to come to Mr. Tessa's and my crawfish wool? So, yeah, not an I apostrophe S. That's not a thing. Yeah. Whew. All right. Or you just don't share ownership and you say, come to my crawfish wool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can simplify it. I mean, obviously. So my my cousin, we were playing, uh, what's that game, Bananagrams one day? 
I think it's, that? it's is it banana gram? So you have the letters, and it's kind of like Scrabble, but you each get so many letters, and you have to make as many words as possible connected like a Scrabble board, mm-hmm. and whoever finishes all of their letters first wins, as long as all of the words, all of the letters make an actual word. Okay. Or words. I believe it's called Bananagram. I used to I used to have it, but then um, it magically disappeared one day with all my other things. So, um, anyway, my cousin, who was playing the uh, game with me, we were discussing, I don't know, grammar or something. I think she ended a sentence in a preposition, and somebody pointed it out because they know that the two of us don't really like that. And she said, yes, I am aware of the rule, but while you can rearrange your sentence to not end it in a preposition it's just sometimes not worth it (laughs) yeah it takes almost as much effort as explaining why she didn't want to do it exactly so you can simplify your sentence and sometimes if it's too hard then just don't do it unless it's something you're presenting or turning in for a grade or publishing then maybe get it right right yeah instead of saying like who is it for or uh, who is the tequila for? For whom is the tequila? Oh, that sounds weird. That sounds really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you were ever in doubt as to whether or not it is who or whom, you can watch The Office when Michael Scott and Ryan are arguing and Andy gives them a breakdown of exactly when you use who and whom. I don't remember that episode. What? I really have no idea what else happens in the episode. I just very I remember very specifically that Ryan and Michael are arguing over, I don't know if it's who or whom or whomever or whoever. It's one of those. And then Andy is like, well, actually, it's whom when it's the subject of the sentence and whom is the object, uh, the blah, 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 blah. Right. And so there you go. There's a lesson for you in who and whom. If you can say, for the most part, replace it with he then you should use who. Mm-hmm. If you can replace it with him, then you should use whom. Correct. Because sometimes it's who. Exactly. Ross. Yes. Yes. Sometimes it's who. Um, but not all the time, people. Not all the time. No. No. Well, then, next pronoun, since you covered whom and whom, people it's using myself when it should just be me. I said, well, I said whom and whom. Whatever. Um, whomever. Anyway, uh, people using myself when it should just be me. Like, um, and I, I don't know why I vividly remember this, but from high school, um, our assistant band director up there giving some announcement, trying to sound fancy and smart. I'm not going to say his name. Okay. You'll have to tell me later because I, I really am drawing a blank here. Um, you draw a blank on most of high school, but... Uh, yeah, it's true. I don't and take no offense. Out. I don't remember most of it. Yeah. Anyway, and he it, it was oh, we had some kind of event, and he was like, "If you have any questions, please ask so and so or myself." It's like, no, myself. <laughs> Sorry, and I just threw my pen down again. It's really too bad that this yeah, is not a visual medium. That. You do that. A, well, they they know Whitney. They know because it's super loud. Sorry. The last time uh, you were like beating your desk, like Dwight when he's. <laughs> Reading the speech. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. 
Um, well, hopefully bad. I do not resemble Hitler when I'm throwing my pen down. <laughs> um, no. no, so I'm, no, myself is a reflexive pronoun. So like, um, I tripped myself or I accidentally hit myself in the head with, oh, with the barbell that happened in the gym the other day. It's true. You um, yeah, I thought I was going to, I thought at first I was like, do I have a concussion? And I was like, I think I'm bleeding inside my baseball cap. Uh, <laughs> I was not. But um, so it's something like if you do some, if you are receiving the action that you're doing, then you use myself. Or if I said, Tess hit herself in the face with her headphones, then that works. But if I'm just saying, t saying that I'm the person that you need to contact, I say, contact me, not contact myself. Yes. Adding self doesn't make you sound smarter. It makes it sound like you didn't listen in 11th grade English. <laughs> right. But you know, a little a little side here. So I w I've often wondered why the lack of knowledge regarding grammar mm -hmm. recently from um, high school students that I know and other people that I know who are younger than I am, like considerably younger, who would have gone to high school in a different decade. Um, <clears throat> That's pretty much So why, okay. Anyway. Well, but why don't they know the same things that I know? I, I did not just go get a grammar book and like teach myself, right? Like this is not a hobby of mine. But I, so I met someone <laughs> a couple of years ago, who was an elementary school teacher in Texas. I can't remember if it was Houston or Dallas, but it was in Texas. In one of those two cities, for sure. Oh, yeah, because everything in Texas is the same. We'll get it's all that. the same. Whitney, it's so tiny. They're so <laughs> close to one another. <laughs> anyway. I'm totally kidding. I know that they are not. <laughs> she knows. Um, She's just pushing my buttons. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this person I, I met and she was an elementary school teacher and said that they did not teach grammar anymore. What are you? And I thought, well, how? She said they they don't teach it. She incorporates it into her class, but it is not in their curriculum. And so either she's a really bad teacher and doesn't know what her curriculum is. I mean, I have no idea. I'm not a teacher and I don't definitely don't teach in Texas. But what? Well, why do you not teach grammar in elementary? Why don't you teach that anymore? Because then how are they? No wonder it's so hard for them to understand these things. No wonder there are so many. Well, I seen this the other day. Oh, my. It is not that. I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. So many people. If you go on Facebook for two seconds, somebody has said, I seen something. You haven't seen anything. By the way, I just that for, People have been saying that for decades, though. Like, well, uh, I mean, I guess so, but I feel like it's just more, I don't know. But if you're not teaching grammar, I mean, that would explain a lot of things that I see. Yeah. You, you should teach it. I don't understand why you would not teach it. Mm. But anyway, I mean, I got a little ahead with the scene thing, but also it's not I seen I saw is the correct term, in case you did not know. I saw. It's super simple. Don't ever say seen, basically. It'd be I see, I saw, I have seen. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, 
It makes anyway. my ears bleed. I told I told somebody that one day. Please don't have it. It makes my ears bleed. Basically, don't do it. I will refrain from playing devil's advocate at this point and talk about arguments for why grammar shouldn't be taught. Because obviously, I I feel passionate. I wouldn't say passionate. I feel very strongly about this. You know, based on the number of times I've thrown my pen down. But there are <laughs> valid arguments for why we shouldn't have whole people to these rules. Anyway, I think, was that, mm, let's see. Okay, those were my pronoun pet peeves. <laughs> um, okay, oh, but speaking of, okay, so let's like segue into mispronunciation. Okay, now my thing is, mm-hmm. if I'm not sure how to pronounce a word, I'm not gonna say it, or I'm gonna go Google the pronunciation. Um, and in with like with work, if I ever have to call someone whose name I'm not sure how to pronounce, I try to make sure I pronounce that because I think that's important to make an effort to pronounce someone's name correctly. Uh, Absolutely. But speaking of, okay, it is Ralph Lauren, not Ralph Lauren. No, it's not. I mean, you're right. If you've watched Friends, you should know Rachel works for Ralph Lauren. <laughs> Phoebe thought she made out with Ralph Lauren, but she made out with Kenny the copy guy. <laughs> not Ralph Lauren. No. I just watched that episode last night. Um, so, okay. So that's mispronunciation. Okay, so do you have anything related to mispronunciation, Tess? Um, no. Well, I don't think it fits in with mispronunciation. You're just abs- – you're, this next thing I have is just ab- using the wrong word completely. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go with that. So one thing that really <clears> – <throat> Is a pet peeve of mine, among other things. I could have gone to the movies. No, you could have. O-F is not the same as H-A-V-E. It is never I could have anything. I should have. I would have. I could have. I would have. I should have. Now, now though... I should have. saying it, like if they were to use a conjunction, or not, sorry, I misspoke, a contraction. Contraction, right, with a V-E. But you have to understand that even should contraction V-E is still not should have. It should have. I'm just saying the way people say it is should have. Right. So the way you say it. that So in college, I had an instructor that said we had to, you know, write this paper or whatever. You need to... She's. I believe she said, don't write the way you talk. So then my thought was, well, why don't you talk correctly? I just, it just blew my mind. Like it would be much easier if you just talked correctly, mm-hmm. then writing would probably be a lot easier for you and yeah. you wouldn't make these ridiculous mistakes. But could have, should have, should have, could have, still not should have. Right. OF is not a replacement for have. If you've never learned that before, you're welcome. Please stop making that mistake. <laughs> well, but speaking of why don't you just talk correctly? Now, I find I in writing, now I might if it's a casual platform like social media or texting. I will use fragments sometimes like for effect. Um, but I typically like you sure won't catch me making a subject verb error agreement. <gasps> I said that. I can't subject verb agreement error. Jeez, that was an error of transposition. Don't get me started on that. Uh, um, 
know what you sounded like, but you sounded like somebody, like a little old lady from a movie or something. Oh, gosh. Anyway, so you will not catch me making errors in the subject verb agreement. Um, I'm not going to say could OF, things like that. But I might be a little lax. Oh, you're not going to catch me using Y-O-U-R when it should be Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. But I might be a little more lax. Y-O-U-R is your. Y-O-U apostrophe R-E equals you are, says Ross after reading 18 pages front and back. Very Even nice. Ross gives you proper grammar. I mean, they're everywhere. That's how important they are. Yes. Yep. These references and this grammar. Anyway, no, but so I am very careful about it in writing. Um, like if I, um, if, if I catch myself accidentally making a your, your error, I, oh my gosh, my heart will stop and then I'll have to correct <laughs> it. Or if I've already sent the text, I'll have to immediately send a correction. But yes. in speaking, it changes. And I think, I mean, to some extent, like it, it depends on who you're around, and so I guess to some extent that is code switching, you know, changing uh, the variety of language you use based on who you're around in the situation. Um, like I'm not going to quote rap songs to Tess because she's not going to get it and she's going to think I'm having some kind of brain episode or something because um, I'm going to be talking about doing things that I don't do. But that's like you so... I had to do a presentation and I needed people to pay attention and understand what I was saying. So <laughs> I said the word ain't. Oh, Tess would I, never. I would never. Oh my goodness. That's, that's above scene. That's how bad that is. But everybody stopped and looked at me and said, I thought you were having a stroke. <laughs> But my the effect was across. Like I used it to make sure that they got the point. Yeah. Right. I yeah. they needed. It was a very important point that they had to get. And uh, so you know, whenever you, for the most part, speak correctly, when you do make those deliberate choices to speak incorrectly, people notice and think you're having a stroke and or brain episode. No offense to anyone who's had a stroke or brain episode. We're not making like No, of those that. are very no, those are very serious things. What are we allowed to joke about? And not that our not that our audience point. is going to be big enough to. No. Yeah. But for the two people that will listen to it that are not <laughs> the two of us, um, we are not making light of those medical no, no, conditions no, no, no. because no. they are serious. I am a little bit terrified of like having an aneurysm or something, but, um, cause I mean, my brains, that's all I got. See, look at me, <laughs> listen to me being all casual with the grammar. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> Intelligence is all I have. Clever captions and hilarious hashtags. So, so good at the captions. And alliteration. Anyway. Um, okay. So you're talking about words that people misuse. Do you have any others? No, I don't have any. Okay. Anymore. Because I got some. Well, kind of. So, <laughs> um, see, and you hear that? I got some? That is not correct. Well, that's the country coming out in you, Whitney. I'm not even that country. I'm just Southern. Like, I, and I sing country, but I, <laughs> like, anyway. Um, okay, so, so this is another thing where we have a friend's reference to back it up. 
Or not back it up, but. Um, or back it up, whatever. Back that pronoun up. Uh, Um, so supposedly it is supposed with an ED, supposedly, and there's an episode of Friends, so I hear people say supposably and supposedly, no, it is supposedly, um, there's an episode where Chandler says, what if I met the perfect woman, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, don't, I can out friends most of you, so don't come for me for this. But uh, Chandler said she um, that maybe he met the perfect woman, and he blew her off because she pronounced it supposedly. And Joey ponders <laughs> that it was like supposedly. He was like, "Did they go to the zoo?" Supposedly, no. It is supposedly. It's not. Yeah, yes, it's with an, an ED, ED for sure. an ED. Um, oh, and I would say. What, didn't one of the dictionaries decide that irregardless was a word after all? Okay, so here we go. That was, I was gonna, that was not, that's not in the wrong word category because it's not a word. I don't care what Webster says. Irregardless is like a double, triple, negative something because you have IR and then regardless and then less. And okay. It says it is a non-standard word. Mm-hmm. If something is non-standard, it's not real. I mean, maybe not. But irregardless is not a word. I don't care what Webster's has told you. Okay. And they make lots of things words. Look up on Urban Dictionary. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, twerk, can be twerk a word. in the dictionary now. Yes. So they just keep adding stuff because people use it. Well, just because people like it and use it doesn't mean it's good for them. Right. People well, like, like and ooh. use crack. It's not good for them. Okay. Do you, irregardless yeah. is not a word. You just say regardless. When you say irregardless, you sound ridiculous. Tess, do you know regardless. anybody? Do you know anybody who uses crack? Uh, no, I do not. Okay, good. I was going to have some concerns about your company. Um, <laughs> no, I, I assume that it's super not good for you, but people, you know, have problems. It's a serious, serious problem. But irregardless is in the dictionary. As of 2020, it is considered a non-standard word, but it is a double negative, which is a grammatical error. So why, why? Did you just say gormatical? No, I said grammatical. Okay. okay. I mean, maybe it came across as gormatical, but I did not say that because I'm <laughs> like, pretty sure that's not a word either. It's like on, on liquor from episode one. <laughs> <laughs> I did say on liquor. <laughs> oh my cackle. I'm sorry. Um, but no, so if you, you just say regardless of what you feel, regardless yeah. of what you have heard, not irregardless of what you have heard. It's not a word. And I'm sorry. I was taught my whole life that that's not a word. You cannot now make me believe that it is a word when I have a word that actually means that without being a double negative. Stop it. So are you saying, just it's, use- it's, are you saying it's a rule that exists, just be- that should exist just because that's how you've always known it to be? Um, no, because it sounds ridiculous. It makes my <laughs> head hurt to say irregard. I can't. No, it's terrible. It's just like, no, it's, 
Oh, well, I mean, another, use it if you want, but I will not. I remember I was at, okay, so I was at this party one time years ago. and You were at a party? Um, yeah, so obviously I was drugged there by someone else. And mostly to keep this person safe. So Was it me? Uh, bec- no, 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 okay. no, it was not you. Um, <laughs> so this party, it was not you. It was a party with beer pong and a college football game and lots of females. Yeah, but I probably, it was not you. I know for sure it was. Um, I was driving. I was not drinking. I have a very clear memory of it. And um, there were females there who were of the, there's no nice way to say this, dingbat version. (laughs) And I did not know where you were going with that when they, I saw your face. They, they were saying something about irregardless. And I did not know these people. Okay. I'd never met these people before, but I was in the kitchen getting some water or Coke or whatever I was drinking that night because I was the driver. And this person that I did not know said irregardless. And I was like, yeah, that's not a word. And she's like, ah, it totally is a word. I'm like, yeah, it turns out it's not. Now, this was pre-2020 when irregardless was still considered not a word. And so this other person that was there, I believe his mother was a teacher. So he backed me up on it. He's like, yeah, actually, she's right. It's not a word. And so it just makes you sound not intelligent when you use irregardless, whether it's a non-standard word or not. And the fact that it's non-standard, why would you want to use that anyway? It sounds just ugh, whatever. Don't use it. Just be better. Be better. Be better. Also, Tess is available for appearances at your parties. She'll bring the party <laughs> to life. They were so drunk. They had no idea. Let me tell you, the person who brought me to this party will hear this and know who they were. There was a um, fight with kitchen spatulas. That's how much they would care. Okay. <laughs> it was a long time ago. And um, yes, I told a random stranger they were wrong, but she was drunk and she wouldn't have known the difference. Okay. I'm going to contribute something to this part of the conversation. And then we can take a break to have our um, let's talk about it segment. <laughs> um, so one misused word that really grinds my grammatical gears <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Everybody can either laugh really hard or close their eyes. I, know. I think some people might do both. Um, or turn us off. I mean, right? but whatever, yeah. your choice. Um, conversate. I went on a little bit of a rant on this recently. Um, Did they make that? What? Stop. Okay, so converse. Now, granted, though, in British English, they do use conversate as a verb. They also use orientate. We are not British. Right? We, but anyway. if you are British and you happen to be listening to this, that's totally fine because that's your rule and you're British. Yeah, and, and we it's don't cool have to have word. British people listening to us. But no, so the, the <laughs> word conversate. They are not listening to us. They're not. They're not. Um, they're not Fraser Crane. They're not listening. Um, <gasps> so. Fraser. <laughs> anyway, uh, so conversation is the noun. 
to get conversate, that's a result of what we call false segmentation. So you're segmenting that word conversation incorrectly into conversate, whereas you should be segmenting it down to the verb converse. So that's my pet peeve. People saying, oh, I'm really good at conversating. Like, no, you ain't. Oh, okay. <laughs> so here's what I wonder. Maybe they are, when but... I, when I hear things like I'm really good at conversating... Or I see, I drove by there and I seen that last week. Does that not make your brain like? Well, okay, cringe. Though, like, I mean, I don't could, understand. There could be someone, you know, someone who is actually country, you know, and doesn't just sound like it, like I do. Um, who might say that? Like, I enjoy conversating with people, and they might actually carry on a very good conversation, but. People who are uptight about things like that, like you and I are, um, are going to have trouble getting past conversate. But, I mean, I guess that depends on what we're drinking. But um, <laughs> and it could really go either way there. It could make us overlook it. It could make us launch into rants about what grinds our grammatical gears. <laughs> Sorry, um, I couldn't help it. Okay, so we can take a break from the bitching to get to this new segment. Yeah, you guys want something lighter? Hmm. Yeah. So, and I'll post a picture. I decided, so my, my thing every time Tess and I recorded has been to order some form of Mexican food delivered to me via DoorDash. Mexican and, used loosely. Yes, yes. Oh, there, there was one, like, authentic place where I boarded from, but they close really early. So yeah. um, that's what led me to order from those less reputable places. Anyway, <laughs> but tonight I ordered some tacos from Los Molcajetes. I think I'm saying it right. You can correct my pronunciation if you want. I, it's been a long time since I took my Spanish classes in college. Um, but... I ordered the brisket tacos, and they were amazing. They were on they were corn tortillas, but they were like crisped up slightly. Oh my god, they, they really were good. they were delicious. Um, yeah, so good. They were kind of messy, like there was grease dripping out of the bag, and so I had to move it quickly to the kitchen and then towel off the dining table. So it's kind of like I use taco grease to polish my dining table. Um, <laughs> but they were delicious. I, I will order tacos from there again, but first, you know, for every time we order, I'm going to, or every time we record, I'm going to order tacos from a different place until I run out of places that I'm willing to order from that will deliver to me. Um, and then we'll make then up I'll, a different segment with yeah. different food. Right. Like I did not have tacos tonight because I did not know this was what we were doing. Also, I'm not sure there are really that many places to get tacos from around here. At least not. I'll delivered. help you find them. <laughs> I can sniff them out. I had a very delicious chicken club sandwich, but or chicken avocado sandwich, something like that. Um. Anyway, yes, your tacos looked amazing, and they I really were. did not have tacos. When I think. The next time I'm also going to get brisket tacos because the other place, I kept going back and forth with my DoorDash cart, adding stuff from two different restaurants, trying to figure out because 
I also wanted chips and queso. So as I mentioned in episode one, I try to eat healthy, but I've decided podcast nights are going to be my exception. I'm going to order tacos and <laughs> chips and queso. Um, so, but oh, I other, did have chips and queso. Yeah. Well, and I oh, have chips and nice. queso in the kitchen waiting for me. Um, <laughs> but the other restaurant, when I put the queso in my cart, it didn't clearly say that it included chips and then buying chips, <laughs> buying, but then buying chips was a separate option. I was like, I'm not paying $6 for queso and it doesn't include chips. So I went with the other place. So next time I'll order from the other one, get their brisket tacos. Because they day, sounded really good. One day we will um, talk about tequila. Talk about. Because they go with tacos. They, not they. They do. It, tequila, goes with tacos. So if we what sorry i i closed out a screenshot that i needed for the podcast but i got it i got it it's all good oh no what i'm scared no 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 it's fine um so if we're going to talk about your tacos you should rate them oh hmm. like on what kind of scale like 10 a liquor Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, wait. Are we getting to that tonight? That's night two. I don't know. Is that grammar? It's It's not grammar, but it's pronunciation. It's pronunciation. Okay, let's tackle. Let's tackle this really quickly. Ooh, and then I got a nice segue back into uh, a segue into spelling, Um, and just saying. Oh, I'll get to the spelling of segue here in a second. Um, Okay, so. If you work with any kind of data, even in like the loosest sense of the term, you do scales, like five-point scales from strongly disagree to strongly agree. You likely call it a Likert scale or people you work with call it a Likert scale. It's a Likert scale. The dude who created it, his last name was Likert. You don't just... hurts my ears. I know it it hurts your... It kind of... It it hurts me to say it because... It looks like Likert. It's L-I-K-E-R-T. But it's pronounced Likert. And this, I first heard, because when I heard this in grad school, it was pronounced Likert all the time. Then I was working with this one a-hole professor. Look at me. I censored myself from my mama. Um, This a-hole professor, so condescending, but he he had his nice moments. He did. Like, there were times where I could see through the a-hole side of him, and he was a decent guy. Well, he went on this rant one day um, where he he was, we're talking about, um, it was like doing, collecting survey data. And he said, Likert. And he went on the rant about, he's like, most of you probably heard your other professor say it, Likert. It's created by a guy named Likert. We can't just say change the pronunciation of his name when we're talking about the scale he created. It's Likert. Don't be afraid to be different from people just because you're saying it correctly. And that stuck with me. Stuck, ugh, stuck with me. And I I do find it hard to say it correctly because I like two days after I was ranting to Tess about this, um, I was on a work meeting, and the word Likert pronounced that way was said like. 10 times within two minutes. And I was like, <sighs> cringing. Anyway, it's Likert. 
Like on liquor. <laughs> on liquor. On liquor. <laughs> yeah, so it's liquor. It's a liquor scale. So, okay, so Tess, should it be like a five point? Likert scale. Oh my gosh. And I'm thinking Likert. Lick liquor and tacos. Oh my god. Oh my god. Right. When you say Likert, it make I mean, I know you're not enunciating it that way, but it makes me think of liquor. Likert. Oh, I wasn't going there. But But right. I feel like a five point Likert scale will be sufficient to grade your taco places should people ever pass by one of those okay. places. They need to know where the good the good tacos are because and tacos can, are important. I like some good tacos. No, great. Okay, I will say though, these were not because I know what I think I know what authentic Mexican tacos are supposed to be. And I do like the ones like this, like carne asada, like you know, soft corn tortillas, carne asada, uh, cilantro and onion. I like those a lot too. Okay. These well, you lost these were cilantro, different. But. Oh, because you're one of those people who thinks cilantro tastes like soap. It does. You have some That's kind of deficiency. Thing. No, it, mean, you, it means that, that you have some kind of deficiency. I cannot remember what it is. No, no, it's the thing. There's a whole article, like there's a whole research study on it's genetic. People, there are people who think it tastes like soap and people who no, love but it No, it used to it taste like soap. soap to me years ago, but it doesn't anymore. Are you saying well, I changed my genetics? You're a weird anomaly then. No, I read an article that's like, there's, I can't, I'll have to find it. I don't know. I, I'm not prepared for that argument today. But um, it's a thing that I read. Now, you know, that doesn't make it true okay, because right. people can write whatever they want. No, but I thought, it, you... I thought that it meant that you had some kind of, I don't know, vitamin or some kind of deficiency. I don't know. I've this never is way out of my area of expertise. Based on my last lab work, I am not deficient in anything, not even vitamin D. So uh, I try this it is, I'm not saying that you are wrong. I'm just saying I have not seen that. That is something to follow up on. Yeah, we can, we can do I'm that. Making, I'm, I'm making a note. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, um, I have very, I have a couple of very short lists when we get to that part, um, because that's what I'm good at is making random lists. But <clears throat> um, I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, well, never mind. Just disregard. Okay. Well, my segue from Likert scale. Oh, that's right. We were talking to about my next thing. Oh, no, wait, you can't yet. You Why? have not graded your tacos on the oh, list scale. Oh, I didn't grade my tacos. <laughs> Obviously, that was the whole point of that conversation. I have something so inappropriate to say, but I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to text it to Tess. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm, tw I'm 12. I'm a 12-year-old boy when it comes to sense of humor. Um, <laughs> maybe 15 on a good day. Um, oh, I need Sorry. Need to grade my tacos. Uh, I'm gonna give them a, a four. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm. They could be a five, but this is the first talk about it segment, so I'm gonna give them a four. Um, so I'm making note of that. And uh, and what what were they again? What were those tacos that are ready to fold? They're the brisket tacos from Los Molcajetes. Okay. And I might not be pronouncing yes. that right. You, you should keep a note so that you can compare it to your next set of tacos. Okay. Do you order a set of tacos? Probably not. Well, that's not how you set. You just, well, 
you don't you order tacos I, when it's DoorDash. You don't say anything. You just add to cart. Um, <laughs> it must not be very expensive where you are to um, order DoorDash so and wait there because where I am, it is insane. It would be cheap. Like if I knew where the restaurant was, it would be cheaper to. <laughs> The other place I don't really get tacos from, I don't know where the place is, but the tacos <laughs> are good. Um, the just in case they were good. Anyway, uh, and it's like a local place. But um, anyway, so I'll give it four tacos. Uh, <laughs> also, for me, with DoorDash, I like a month ago, I signed up for the free month trial of Dash Pass where you don't have to pay like delivery fees. And I forgot to cancel it, so I have another month of Dash Pass. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so moving on from Likert scale to misspelled words. Now this is a tricky one, and I do I do Google this pretty much every time I have to spell it. Um, Tess, do you know the difference in spelling between like? Um, saying that you're being discreet in terms of showing self-restraint and then like discrete as in a variable. Um, I can't say that I have ever used discrete as far in reference to a variable. So I'm gonna have to say no because I've never used that term. Okay, I would then say discrete how with do you spell being it? discrete, D-I-S-C-R. Something. I didn't do spelling bees, FYI. E-E-T? Okay, well, that is the one for like for um, showing self-restraint. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I would say. So the other version of discrete is, it means distinct, or if you're talking about like dis, um, discrete versus continuous variables, um, dis, that discrete is D-I-S-C-R-E-T-E. Okay. But if yeah, you're I've talking never about... across that. Um, I've come across it a lot recently. I don't know why. But if you're talking about the adjective form of like showing discretion, it's mm-hmm. double E. Yeah. Yeah. That's what so I would have said. Th- that one is one. It's a little trickier, I think. Then, martial law. Okay. It's M A R T I A L, not M A R. S-H-A-L or S-H-A-L-L. Not like Marshall as in Marshall, Texas or Marshall from Paw Patrol. Yeah, or U.S. Marshalls. No. Yeah, no, it's Marshall as in martial arts. Yeah. And then when you were saying Bananagram earlier, it made me think of this thing that I saw uh, recently that said, if only when Gwen Gwen Stefani was spelling bananas for us, she was spelling definitely because people so <laughs> often type it defiantly. Yes. Yeah. I am defiantly never listening to your podcast again. Well, defiantly could work there, potentially. Yeah, but it's I true. But I doubt that that's what you meant. <laughs> so. Um, and then my only other, like, uh, kind of uh, grammar, it's more, I guess, of a mechanics thing. Comma placement with conjunctions. So when you have a compound sentence. um, Do you know what that is? Do you know what a compound sentence is? Because it turns out not everything is one giant paragraph without indentation or punctuation. 
just saying. Okay, so compound sentence is when you combine what could be two complete sentences on their own together with a a comma in conjunction or a semicolon, or in some cases, a semicolon in conjunction. Um, That depends on, I guess, if there are, um, what's in the other sentences, like if there's multiple commas or if it's a however is your conjunction. Anyway, so quit yawning, Tess. Um, So, but some people, so if we said, we really hope you listen to our podcast, but we understand if some of you are overly sensitive wusses. <laughs> Although, obviously, I don't think anything in our first two episodes is going to fall under anything that would offend anybody. I don't think. Um, Taking it easy. Anyway, the comma in that sentence goes before but, not after. So it, it does not go after. We, we really hope you listen to our podcast, comma, but we understand if you are, some of you are overly sensitive wusses. So, so speaking of the misplaced commas and the conjunctions, my husband likes to say, he'll be telling a story and he goes, however, comma, no, if you are says going it to out provide loud? me, yes, he says it out loud. Like when he's talking, he says, I went to the store to get propane However, comma, no, 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 no. If you are going to take the time to say however, comma, I'm going to need you to go ahead and say semicolon, however, comma. Why put one punctuation and not the other? Right? And yeah. in writing, in writing, when you are writing out a paper, a sentence, it is not, I went to the store to get propane, comma, however, comma. That's a comma splice. It is semicolon, however, comma. Please. Please use it correctly. Or therefore, or whatever other word you'd like to use besides however, it's still semicolon that word. However is just a fancy butt. However is just a fancy butt. It makes it most most of the time a little bit wordy, which is another thing. But um and well, you know, it depends on what you're writing for. If you're writing for the sciences, you need to cut down the description of the flower, right? I don't need to know that it was a beautiful, tall purple flower that would blow in the wind on a sunny day. Stop. Too many words. So it really does depend on what you're writing for, Mm -hmm. whether or not it would be determined wordy and excessive. Because if you're writing for English or the arts, then obviously it's going to be different than writing for science. Yeah. I'm not a one for fluff with the words. Like get to the point i would like you to get to the point absolutely unless because no unless you're using extra words to make me laugh that's different if, if you're <laughs> I mean, entertaining yeah, me by like taking forever and a day to get to the point of the story but tess is an aries and so she cannot stand it when people can't get to the point of a story i really don't i remember i remember even as a child reading i love to i love to read and so i would read but when you got to like describing a character in one whole page i'm gonna skip that because i i need to get i need to get to the story i don't need to i don't want your description of like i said previously the flower i just i just don't what's what's the point what are you trying to tell me so yeah don't don't be wordy that's another error that exists in you know, yeah. some things like, you know, oh, utilize. I am torn on that, though. Like, when, when do you use use? When do you use utilize? Or when do you when do you utilize use? And when do you utilize utilize? 
There you go. That's pretty much it. It's 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 hardly ever utilized. Like I use the book to find the answer. Not I utilized the book to find the answer. You're just it's one of those things where you're trying to sound smarter than you really are. Mm -hmm. Um, Just say use. I used the book. That's it's it's just just be simple and straight to the point. You didn't utilize anything. And one person, one of my instructors in some course or whatever, they were talking about um, do, D-U-E. You you shouldn't be like, well, due to the fact or due to the D-U-E is like a due date. Your library book is due. But if you're if if you are saying due to the fact, it is D-U-E to the fact. But it is right. But it is more concise to say because it's right exactly so that i mean that was her point was that you should be more concise which we are not obviously because right? here we are We're in an hour talking, 58 minutes talking about grammar due to but, the fact um, that tess and i are nerds we cannot shut up about people saying due to the fact instead of because just keep it keep it you know succinct be say what you need to say and get on with it i <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to tell the story. Anyway. I feel like only so, super nerds are going to like our this episode. Oh, yeah, we're done. People are gone. Uh, so I looked up. I, I wondered what happens when you do use bad grammar or incorrect grammar. So I, I tried to find something that would happen if you use incorrect grammar. So the one thing I found, like, you know, a war, like our war started over misplaced commas. Okay. I don't know. I couldn't find anything well, that the, dramatic. The Oxford comma thing with, uh, what's his face's wife. It said wife and mother to, Oh yeah. I shared yeah. that. Anyway, go ahead. Continue. I'll find um, so one thing I found, it was oh, like a 48 hours uh, story. The, thing, the title was Bad Grammar May Link Gamer to Murder for Hire Plot. So your bad grammar habits will identify you and lead people to believe that you are somebody who is out to kill someone. Other things that are caused by poor grammar. Unclear communication. Okay, well, so here's the problem. So you're, it's unclear communication because I'm not sure what you're trying to say because you're not using the correct words mm-hmm. or you're, use, you're using the, I don't know. You're, it's, it's unclear what you're trying to say. But also, when you start using words like irregardless, I quit listening uh-huh. to you. So yeah. communication is going to be shut down that way. So it's going to be unclear regardless of which way you go. Then poor first impressions. You know, if I'm, it's true. It is. I'm, I'm judging your grammar. And there have also been contract disputes. Oh, I could see how you that know, could be an issue. Misplaced commas. You think you're getting a house for $100,000? Or, you're, well, you know, whatever. You're, you misplace your commas in different places. You, you know, contract disputes is another reason. Another Thing that is affected by bad grammar and tattoo errors those are permanent for the most part um just like on what's that movie oh what's that movie with um 
<sighs> Jennifer Aniston. And she pretends to be this guy's wife so he can um, move some cocaine for somebody. And their pretend daughter. Meet the Millers? Guy. Yes. Yes. And he's got that tattoo that says no regrets. <laughs> and he's so like, it's no, 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 no regrets, no, huh? No regret. No regrets. No regrets. R A G R E T S. Yeah. Not even one letter. <laughs> so bad tattoos from bad grammar. So those are the things that I found that are caused by bad grammar. I feel like there are more interesting things, but also I did not have time to like super research this because it's been a pretty crazy week. I appreciate you researching things that happen because of bad grammar. I feel like it would be really interesting. I'm sure there are some very historical things that have ha- have happened because of bad grammar. And then I have a list of common mistakes, probably because they don't teach grammar anymore. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I know people teach grammar. But um, run-on sentences, sentence fragments, for the love of God. Why do you not know what a fragment is? Stop it. It's an incomplete um, sentence. It does not have a subject and a verb. And although uh, an incomplete sentence can have a subject and verb, but uh, anyway, I won't go into independent clauses. So there are independent clauses Um, and dependent clauses, but anyway, go ahead. If you want a real lesson, just go ahead and send us a message and we'll give you a real lesson. Or pay me and I will teach you. Oh, yes. You can do that. She'll do that. Um, I probably don't have time to do that. Uh, Using apostrophes. Incorrectly. Oh, God. Uh, for a simple, simple example, it's and it's. It's with an apostrophe is it is. Right. It's without one is ownership. Um, so apostrophes is another common mistake. Double negatives. <clears throat> irregardless. <sighs> Misplaced modifiers. no. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Double negative. Stop it. Misplaced modifiers. And the overuse of prepositions. Those are just some of the common mistakes that are, you know, seen in grammar. Oh, look, I use seen properly. Everybody take note of that. Although, I mean, you should really avoid using passive voice if at all possible. Yes. Now, this is hard sometimes. Not using passive voice is a little difficult on some occasions. But it is best to write an active voice. And those are my list, and that's really all I have. So is that all we have related to language? I think so. I have just two kind of, just things that annoy me. They're not necessarily incorrect. But, like, if, if you feel the need to preface a sentence with no offense, rethink that sentence that you're about to say. And I'm not talking about just like people being overly sensitive if you perceive it that way. But just think, like, am I about to say something that is going to offend people and is it necessary to say it? Um, and then also, like, and this has died down some, but there are a few years I just kept seeing on social media, oh my God, people go on these rants. I'm not that I can talk about rants, but. And they would, at the end of it, have to add, just saying, like, as if it was somehow justifying it was like, you know, or, or like maybe saying, don't read into this, but I'm just saying, or they would say JS, ugh, ugh. anyway. Um, yeah, just, just don't say it. Yeah. 
Also, anyway. don't say, don't say saying, saying. Also, if you're going to shorten legitimate to legit, can we stop there and then not make legitly an adverb? What? It's been a while since I've heard that, but it used to, whoo, got me worked up. I legitly have never heard that before. Is that how that's used? Yes. <laughs> so that brings us to, sorry. I just, Slap on the desk. Uh, geography pet peeves. Tess made her little comment about Texas earlier. So I, <laughs> I live in Texas now. I am wearing a Texas Rangers tank top as we record. I went to my first Texas Rangers game last week. Uh, it's my first Major League Baseball game. Um, it's a lot of fun. I paid $24 so I could have a souvenir cup for my drink. Uh, um, I almost drank out of it tonight, but it didn't. Um, anyway, um, ever since I moved here, because I'm not from here, Tess and I are from another state, people have, with very good intentions, offered suggestions on things to do, places to go in Texas. And I'm like, where is that? And I look it up. I was like, oh, it's four hours away. I was like, just because it's in Texas doesn't mean it's close, people. That's like... Asking somebody, you know, oh, you're from France? Oh, you should go, you know, you're from north of France? You should go visit this place in the south of France? No! That's like saying that somebody who lives in the Panhandle should go to Brownsville because it's freaking close because it's in Texas. No. Anyway. but And then, I thought I would have more to say about this than I do. But, um, oh, but also, um, fine, I'll just say it. So Tess and I are from Louisiana. I don't know if we've said that. Have we said that before? I don't even know. But know. It's so many times going on vacation growing up and you tell people you're from Louisiana, I was like, oh, how far do you live from New Orleans? Now, understandably, New Orleans is the only place in Louisiana a lot of people have heard of. Um, or they'll be like, oh, I love New Orleans. Like, I don't, I'm not from anywhere near New Orleans. Completely different culture. You don't want to visit where I'm from. Oh, God, we're going to offend somebody by saying that. Yeah. Uh. And, no, we, we live hours from New Orleans. And we talk different, or I talk different from the people in New Orleans. I love New Orleans. absolutely adore New Orleans. But where I'm from ain't New Orleans. No, the people in New Orleans have a very specific way of talking, and um, I I can I can speak to that as of my family. Some of my family is from there, so um, <clears throat> it is it is definitely different, and not how I talk. No, but um, yeah, I could not even mimic it if I if I had to. And then my final geography pet peeve, and, and, and there will be one day where I go into more of these because um, I kind of decided geography would be a last minute thing if we ran out of time with grammar, which we really didn't because we're at an hour nine right now. No, we but, might act. We might actually have to cut the grammar. I mean, <gasps> geography. But the geography part's not taking that long. Okay, so let me just say this. Okay, we have friends references for all these things, but it burned me up that. David, the scientist that Phoebe was in love with, 
They specifically said he had to leave to go to Minsk. And, and then every time they mentioned him later, they said he was in Russia. Minsk is the capital of Belarus, not Russia. I did not know this when I was watching Friends because I was not the geography bee queen like you. But you know my brother went to Belarus. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. But I'm 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 99% positive he went to Belarus. What was was he there to achieve the positronic distillation of subatomic particles? No, he was just playing <laughs> guitar. A little a little less. <laughs> I figured street altering. I figured he was doing some of the musical since he's the one that did our uh, intro music. All right. He did. Yeah. So, all right. So that's less of my peeves. Okay. Oh, so the last part. Let's each share the most annoying part of our week followed by the best part of our week so far. So you go first because I have to think. Yeah, I kind of have to think too. Well, I the only reason I say I have to think about the most annoying part is because a lot of stuff. It was a lot of stuff. Um, <clears throat> well, there's driving, of course. That's always annoying. Some guy flipped me off because he didn't I like the fact that I walked at him. Say. I thought I thought you were going to mention that. Yeah, it's not the most annoying part of my week, but it's pretty annoying. Like, dude, I don't care. First of all, I don't care if you flip me off. I would just really like it if you would drive the speed limit and not stop at a green light. But that's cool. Um, anyway, that's not the most. I'm going to say the most annoying part of my week is people trying to go over my head because they don't like my mm, answer. Yeah. I, you asked me a question via email. I gave you an answer and a timeline for when that would need to be done. I don't need my boss sending me an email saying, was this taken care of? Mm-hmm. No, because that's not um, what I told them would happen. I, I'm not sure why people think there's, there is a chain of command for a reason. There are exceptions for circumventing the chain of command. However, you... You don't just get to do it because you don't like it and you're not getting your way, which is essentially what was happening. This person was not getting their way. <sighs> I don't take kindly to that. I'm probably going to win. Like 99% of the time, I win. So please don't go over my head. I'm also, like, don't email me back and say, well, you can do this now. When I just told you, I will do it on this day. Because, A... You're not my boss. B, I don't work for you. And C, I actually know what I'm doing. It's my job. So that would be the most annoying part of my week is that somebody was trying to go over my head as though I did not know what I was talking about or doing. So I guess I'll tell the most annoying thing about my week and then we'll mm-hmm. tell the best thing. Uh, trying to think. Um, I hear you writing with a Sharpie on something. Oh, no, I was just scratched. There was something on my um, computer. I was just um, kind of rubbing it off. Oh, uh, today I had this meeting. There was like this really vague work meeting that was scheduled for three hours. And Ooh. when I, I couldn't get any kind of clarification on it. And then when I finally figured out who to contact about it, I was told it was just a practice for a meeting next week. And I was like... Well, what are the details of the meeting next week? Because I don't see that on the calendar either. And they're like, oh, we don't have a 
the details for yet because we don't have a time for it. So, <laughs> so I have a three hour meeting sometime next week and I don't know the day or any details of it because we don't know the time. Like that seems like not good planning. Um, no, it's not. So that was uh, my annoying thing. So now you can tell your good thing. Well, my good thing is I got an award at work that um, grants me money to do whatever I um, I can do some research or take a trip or attend a seminar. You know, I can do whatever I, I want with the the money as long as it's related to the um, field. Achieving so, the positronic distillation of subatomic particles. Yeah, I mean, I'm really close, super close. But um, I would, I would also like to point out the fact that I won this award might just go to prove my previous and point with my greatest annoyance that I know what I'm doing and I know how I do my job, and there's really no reason for you to go over my head. It's not going to accomplish anything. I mean, I'm not trying to be arrogant or, or rude, but I did win. I did just receive an award recognition and money for doing my job so maybe maybe just step back i feel like we need an applause button yeah like yay i want an award now i just have to um hope that uh corona doesn't mess up my plans to travel with this um award so it's exciting because you know i get to advance my profession or advance myself within my profession to do those or whatever I find to do with the money. But anyway, so that would be the good thing that happened this week is that I got that award. Unfortunately, I was not able to attend the banquet that granted me the award because logistics, but Mm -hmm. um, I did get it. So yay, that was a good thing. Yay. Even though I feel like I probably sounded really unenthused about it the whole time I was talking. <laughs> but that's just what I do, so. That's just how Tess sounds and just how she looks. That's how I sound. Un- and actually, oh, enthused is not a word. Enthused is not a word? No, it'd be unenthusiastic. So Tess, Tess sounds unenthusiastic and looks unapproachable. I don't think I can share the best part of my week so far, but... Uh, probably not. <laughs> I I went like I said I went to my first Rangers game and that was a lot of fun. Um, and then my tacos tonight were fantastic. So well, I'm going to say baseball and tacos. That's a very weird combination, but it's and oh my, you know you can God, start anything. I ate this giant thing of nachos at the ballpark. So not like and I. I worked out twice that day, like ate clean during the day, worked out twice, and then I get to the ballpark, and what do I do? I order the ballpark nachos. I paid $9 for these nachos, so I ate every single bit of those nachos, and this is why I wore leggings and not jeans. (laughs) So, smart planning on my part. So, I just want to make a little correction here. Enthused is a word. I have used it incorrectly, but it is a word. According to whom? Um, dictionary. What uh, dictionary? I don't know. Google dictionary. Oh, for crying out loud. 
Merriam-Webster. Oh! My dictionary has it too. I don't know why I thought it wasn't word. So my, I was like, I cannot be that ridiculous that I think that that is a word and it is not. Well, a word. I don't know why I always heard that. It doesn't. It. it doesn't even say non-standard next to it, so it's not like irregardless. Well, my it's American Heritage, like... my American Heritage Dictionary from two thousand one says enthused as a word. Let me check the Oxford English Dictionary, and y'all can't see me, but I have a stack of actual books, actual dictionaries because I. I can hey, do technology. Hey. I have to for work, but I am not an early adopter of technology. I am analog hey. as crap. Better better that I correct you than, you know, right? random friends, the whole two that will listen to this. Uh, let's see. Enthuse. Dang it. Oxford English Dictionary has enthuse as a... Well, it doesn't have enthused. But enthused, I guess it's implied that you can be enthused, past participle, whatever. But the more you say it, the less it sounds like a real word. Even though I've just basically proven that it is a word, it the more you say it, the less it sounds like a word. I wouldn't say you've proven word. it. You've provided evidence. I mean, I have looked at three different sites. Because in, I mean, si- I feel in like science now, in science, you don't always prove, you just provide evidence. Right, it's not been tested, so you're right. It hasn't been proven. It is just a theory at this point. But it's a theory that is supported by at least three websites off of Google. Like, when people say they prove something to be right or wrong, chances are they've just provided evidence that it's right or wrong. They have not proven it 100%. So, somebody's arguing with you, pull that out. Yeah, they... You... It takes a lot for something to be proven as fact. It's not something you can do with one, not even three Google site like, references. I have evidence that I'm clumsy. We have to figure out how to define and measure clumsy. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be, I guess, a starting point in proving that I'm clumsy. There's definitely an effort. And, and then that experiment would have to be... That'd um, be painful. Well, it would also have to be uh, be like longitudinal. Re- be be able to be repeated. There's a word for that that's escaping my mind right now. But <laughs> anyway, okay. So what we're gonna do now, and well, this will all depend on editing. I really hope my geography thing doesn't get cut out because I was super worked up about Minsk and Belarus and the subatomic particles thing. Uh, um, see how it goes. Anyway, okay. So what we would like now is to invite you all, five, seven, 69 of you, whatever, to send in <laughs> that sophisticated wit coming right at you. Uh, hear that, d- that double entendre there? Wit, mm. wit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my laugh goes back and forth between cackling and wheezing. Um, I know, it's like a smoker's laugh. <laughs> I do not smoke. <laughs> um, anyway, so we invite you to send in your the, the most annoying part of your week uh, or the best part of your week or both. And we will share our favorites at the end of the next episode. Or if we only get three, we'll probably read all of them as long as it's something that... And if we don't have a next episode, we'll at least respond to you. And thanks for participating. All right, we'll post a <laughs> screenshot on our story unless Instagram has deleted our account. So. No, well, oh, well, you should tell them where they can send the stories. Mm. 
or I forgot. Well, I'm, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be. What? What did you say they should send? Their most annoying thing. Their most annoying. Oh yes, their because we thing. do. Right, you can you can send your annoying things because we would like to share in your righteous indignation since you share in ours, and um, send your good things because, you know, sometimes life sucks and it's nice to know that good things are still going on, because you know, oh, a little late, but here's the most annoying part of my week, I lost my third set of earrings due to the freaking mask mandates, okay. <laughs> Three sets of earrings now ruined because of a mask. I have never in my life lost an earring. Wait, okay? how, but never. how are, what kind of, are they like big earrings that don't have back? What, or? One was big and had a back, like the little clear plastic back. Yeah. One was big without a back. Um, And one was a pearl, which is just a post with the little regular earring back on it. Yeah, so three sets of earrings, very unique. Like one of them was bought at a festival, so can't get those mm-hmm. back. Not like I can go to Target and get another set. Um, so three sets of earrings now gone to wearing a mask. So thanks for that, but I'm protected and safe, I guess. Or you're protected and safe. Oh, really upset about this. So yes, most annoying part of my week the the first thing I said was actually true, but also I'm very annoyed that I now have three earrings without a mate. I lose earrings because of tequila. Oh, no, I've never lost earrings, ever. I'm very mad about it because they're so cute. Well, and also, once that was a pearl. Any earrings I usually lose is because they're big earrings that don't have a back on them. <sighs> yeah, I just, dang it. Once that was really very cute. They were handmade. Yeah. Well, I got them at a festival here in town. My pearl that I lost was a real pearl, too. So, mm. And I thought I was safe with the post after losing the big earrings, you know? Right. Okay, fine. I'll just wear post, post earrings, not hook earrings. Nope. Doesn't matter. The masks are relentless. Mm-hmm. You need to tell them where they can... Did you tell them where to send Oh, no. The- Okay, if you would like to send in your most annoying and best part of the week, so you can send it to us on Instagram at Curated Bitching, just one word. And then on Facebook, we couldn't have the actual name. So it is Curated B period T-C-H-I-N-G. So... Curated B period T C H I N G on Facebook. So we want to know because maybe what annoys you annoys us too. Maybe so. And maybe we should be best friends. Maybe. And if you like us, tell people to listen because that would be fun. And if you don't like us, that's okay. Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Don't tell anybody about us. Yeah. Or, you know, start a podcast bitching about us. You do that too, because it'll probably get us some attention. Oh, you can do that. (laughs) Okay. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.